we're here and we're queer, right guys? Just kidding, I know some of you aren't. Didn't mean to damage your ego there for a second. So, uh, anyways, yeah, I had to re-record this episode because I wasn't feeling it in the last one. And uh, <laughs> my uh, I was going to do a story about my uh, cousin coming out as gay. But... Uh, I think the way I told it, it just didn't, I didn't, I didn't like the way it came out, you know, <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> I, did, I, um, I just, I didn't like, I didn't like the way that I, I placed all of the pieces together. I want to talk about it because I feel like it's, uh, it's one of those moments in my life where it builds who I am today. Uh, and when I was recording it, the way I made it sound too, before I brought it up, cause I was kind of keeping it a secret. It almost sounded like I was going to myself come out as gay. <laughs> but I'm not, um, I'm hella hetero actually. Uh, I know there was a, uh, movement for being super straight uh a while back but uh that's not what i want to talk about today um i want to talk about some other uh not so serious but lighthearted stuff you know just more mexican dad shit i know that really is um that one's cutting deep with some of the listeners and uh also sorry host of Coapolis Therapy I'm eating this podcast I know uh we were DMing the other day and I said I would starve with you but nah, uh, not this time I actually need to eat um <laughs> and uh I got a drink with me today as well uh I got tamarindo <laughs> I feel like a lot of people just turned off the fucking... They threw their earbuds out when I did that. <laughs> if you're just listening, you know. And I think if you uh, have followed this podcast now... um we're coming up on a year pretty soon, actually. Um, if you followed this podcast at all, you know I have eaten <laughs> on this show before. And uh, I'm bringing it back. One year, uh, bringing it back for the one year anniversary of Coapolis Therapy. <laughs> um, and then, yeah. So, what I want to talk about today is rich people bitching and then uh, my dad and uh, Me Mexicans and the natives and uh, the Spaniards versus the Anglo-Saxons are otherwise known the white trespasser. Um, <laughs> the colonizers. Um, <laughs> they were uh, they were very different in the way that they uh, approached things. So that was pretty cool how the Spaniards did it and versus how the Americans did it. And, uh, I think we all know how Americans did it. And, uh, I don't think we can all agree that it was it the best. And I know there's some that praise Andrew Jackson for some weird fucking reason. Um, but 
hey, we're in America. You can do what you want. You can say what you please. So, uh, yeah. Kick, kick rocks is basically what I'm saying. If you don't agree with some people's opinions, just kick rocks. That I think that's an easy way to go. Just kick rocks, man. Just kick rocks. <laughs> Even though I preach listening to each other, there's just sometimes you got to say, is it? Ask yourself, is it worth it? And, uh, sometimes it's not. And that was that was worth it. <laughs> whoa, whoa! There's something in my cup. Just kidding. There it is. <laughs> yeah, I'm the most uh, unprofessional fucking <laughs> podcast there is. <laughs> Uh, also, let's see. So, first of all, my dad has taken me to work with him for a long time. Uh, ever since I was little, I've already said it in the previous episode, you know, I would work with him right after school. I'd go to work with him. I'd help him, whatever. Uh, sometimes we'd get home late and I just couldn't do my homework. And so I used homework, extracurricular activities and other shit like that as a, uh, it's a way to get out of going to work. And uh yeah, it it worked most of the time, but sometimes it didn't. Sometimes it just I had to go there with him. Anyways, uh there's a huge difference in the way that we work though, which I think is pretty clear in uh you know <laughs> the way I move and the way that I work. Uh, yeah, it's, it's very different. And, um, <laughs> you know, I like to say that it, uh, my dad's a hard worker and I'm an artist. <laughs> nice long strokes with the grain, you know, with the grain. And he's over here like, <laughs> you know, raking up leaves or something. I take nice long strokes, you know, with the fucking rake. <laughs> I, uh, I do, I do. I clean I clean up really well too by the way you know it's not like I'm not doing my job so uh there's that <laughs> um and then yeah just going to take a bite there really quick hmm <laughs> So good. So good. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> I feel like this is a mukbang. Mukbang. <laughs> I don't know. But um <laughs> anyways. Yeah, I'm more of an artist uh, than my dad is. He's more of a hard worker, so he tries to move as fast as he can. Me, on the other hand, I kind of take my time a little bit, and that is a problem. So I, I try to pick up the pace, man. Ugh. It's annoying. It's pretty annoying, but hey, what are you going to do? Um, and, <laughs> you know, it's... Uh, I was thinking about it too the other day because we 
if we work from sunup till sundown, basically, right? And hey, I I'm glad that we didn't grow up in fucking Alaska because if we lived up there, and and if his fucking crazy ass decided to move up north where it's cold as fuck, but there's also six months of daylight. You know, I wouldn't be surprised. Wouldn't be surprised if that's why he wanted to move there <laughs> to fucking Alaska so we can have more time in the day to work. And <laughs> fuck, man. I'd, I'd be so annoyed. So annoyed. And then uh, also I think people would be like, is he a tweak or is he a vampire? Because... You know, you work all six months in the sunlight, and then you just take the other six months in the dark. You just go to bed. Don't see him ever again. <laughs> um, but that's got to be fucking crazy. Just living in Alaska, dude. You got moose. You got fucking bears. Not just any bear. The fucking Kodiak. And if you go up far north enough, you get polar bears. Or at least what's left of them. <laughs> and uh, I wonder, is there penguins in Alaska? I'm sure there's probably penguins in Alaska. There's got to be, right? Right? Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Um, but the... <laughs> yeah. And... Uh... Let's talk about this rich bitch complaining. But first, let me take a bite of some food. I'm fucking... I'm starving, man. I'm starving. Starving Marvin. Take that, you fucking onion. Yeah. <laughs> I had to kill a minute there. <laughs> had to kill a minute there. Anyways, rich people are complaining about being rich, and this one bitch, <laughs> Jenna Risher, she wrote a fucking memoir about being rich. I mean, basically, the synopsis of this fucking book is that it's hard being a millionaire. <laughs> right? I first heard about this on uh, the Humanist Report. So, you know, thank you, Mike Ferrero, or whatever fucking the fuck you say your last name. Ferrero Rocher. Mike Ferrero Rocher. Yeah. I think that's that's how you pronounce it, I'm sure. I mean, he's not a fucking hazelnut chocolate fucking ball, but hey, he's Ferrara Rocher. 
anyways, he, um, I was watching that his podcast and the fucking he bring it's one of his highlights or whatever, and he brings up this Jenna Risher, and I was just like, oh fuck, dude, this is perfect. This is just it's fucking comedy gold, is what it is. Like, who the fuck is complaining about being a millionaire? Uh, and why the fuck are you? You know, you're not like some slob like me. <laughs> and you fuck. Oh, my God. So, basically, what happens is she talks about being just so lucky in her life that she has come into wealth. You know, she's almost like... Uh, I'm undeserving of it. And she's like playing this whole fucking pity party for herself being rich, you know. So I think what happened is she started out working for a small company. I want to say it was Google. I imagine it was Google she started working for. And then that shit blew up. And then uh, her husband took a chance on working for Amazon a little show, a little store online <laughs> who would have thought that shit would blow up right <laughs> so her husband is working for Amazon and then boom what do you know they're introduced to a bunch of wealth so that's great you know it's a beautiful, beautiful, you know, happy ending, right? Wrong. Not for Jenna Risher. For Jenna Risher, coming into wealth was actually very difficult, even though it was most likely a downhill battle, not so much an uphill one. Her bank account was going through the roof, that's for sure, but I guess her anxiety and her depression just tanked at the sight of so much money. She was like... I cannot believe how easy I got it. I wish my life was so much harder. Wow, look at all this money. I'm in a higher tax bracket now. Oh, woe is me. Um, I got to evade taxes. Let me see. Where can I move to? Oh, what do you know? Texas. Um, <laughs> I don't think she lives in Texas, but I wouldn't doubt it. She lives in some fucked up state with real, uh, a real red state and... Um, yeah, millionaire. Oh. My life is so hard. Ooh, woe is me. So she basically goes on to say also that um, <laughs> it's she's like, there was no one there to walk us through being in a higher tax bracket and this and that. And it's like, obviously not. But I mean, you have money so you can just pay somebody to fucking take care of your taxes or pay an advisor for a couple hours to pave the way for you, right? It's not... Literally, if you're a millionaire, you can have all your problems solved with money. You can pay for somebody to figure this out. You can pay someone to figure that out, right? You pay somebody to come fix your AC because your dumbass doesn't know how to do it. So what do you do? You hire somebody. Oh, what do you, you can't do your taxes online. What do you do? You fucking hire an accountant or some fucking dude to count this Parmesan, right? And you know, you don't know how to make a fucking pizza. What do you do? You call in and order a fucking pie, right? You get the fucking, on the phone, you dial 
your local fucking pizza place and you go, hi, yes, I would like to place an order for pickup. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my, my name, Angel. Yeah. Uh, my phone number, bleep. I'm not going to put it out there, but it's uh, uh, 521 uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You know, it's uh, okay. Yeah. And uh, what, what I'd like a large, uh, yeah, a large uh, pepperoni pineapple. Yeah, yeah, pizza. Yeah, pizza. Yeah, yeah, pizza. This is a pizza place, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, um, and then uh, yeah, you know, a couple ranch and maybe some uh, breadsticks and uh, a little bit of uh, mozzarella sauce for them breadsticks, and then uh, yeah, I think that'll be it. Oh, my total. Okay, uh, how long's the wait? Oh, twenty minutes. Okay, and it's gonna be about forty forty five dollars. Oh, perfect. It's a good deal. Alrighty then. Thank you. Bye. Click and then uh, boom. You have you're paying somebody else to make you a fucking pizza. Don't know how to make Chinese food. You go to a fucking Chinese place for Asian food. You know you just you go well specifically Chinese food. You go to Chinese you go to a Chinese food place. That's what you get or Panda Express whatever the fuck. Somebody else has made it. Somebody else is putting it onto a plate for you. Um, so this whole BS about fucking, you know, <laughs> it's hard being in a higher tax bracket. Don't know how to navigate it. It's like bullshit. You didn't pay someone to fucking figure that shit out for you. You know, you watch a YouTube video, stupid bitch. You fuck. <laughs> You don't think you can afford Wi-Fi or a phone to watch YouTube on or a fucking laptop at least? Guess not. I guess this bitch is just dumber than shit and she just stumbled upon wealth and was like, oops, oh, what do you know? I landed on a bed full of cash. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> then she goes on also to say how hard it is not to spoil your kids it's like, um, that shouldn't be difficult because if you're a good parent and you are wealthy, this is what I would do if I was a wealthy parent, right? I would take my kids, load them up in the, mm, let's see, what would I be driving? I'd load them up into the fucking Honda, right? Mm, a Honda? Nah. If I was wealthy, I'd probably drive, I'd, I'd <laughs> well, let's see, if I was wealthy, you know, and I could afford a newer car, I'd probably drive the latest Forerunner or uh, the latest, um, what, the latest what? Let's see, maybe a, nah, not a Raptor. I think, oh, no, you know what I'd load them up in? Yeah, I know what I'd load them up in. If I was wealthy and had enough money to do it, I would go out on an adventure and find myself a 1960s or 70s fucking Dodge Challenger, man. Fuck yeah. A Dodge Challenger. That'd be sick as shit. Fuck a Dodge Charger, though. That shit's whack. Dodge Chargers are whack. It's a fucking four-door fucking cop car, basically. Whack. But a Dodge Challenger... Hell yeah, man. <laughs> the classic one, too. Um, yeah, all black. Yeah. No, maroon. <laughs> yeah, with the fucking blacked out rims and white wall tires, dude. Oh, fuck. <laughs> that car, 
it would be getting whistled at. Not for me driving it because, you know, I'm just so stunning, but because the car is so fucking amazing to look at, right? <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> I'd load them up into the Challenger, you know, buckle them down and then be like, all right, kids, you know what we're going to do today? And they're going to be like, what, dad? And Ill be like, we're going to go to the slums. And they're going to be look at each other and look at me and they're like, what's the slums? And I'll tell them right there. And then it's not a bad place, but uh, it's where you could have ended up. <laughs> and they'll be like, what? And they'll be like, yeah, let's go. And then I'll drive and go, you know, down the street. And then I pull, you know, I go slow and go down the street, right? And then when I get to the stuff, go, and then the kids will be like, yeah, they'd be like, you see that? Now I drew attention to us. And they'd be like, what? And they'd be like, people are surrounding the car. And they're dirty. And uh, they're poor. So I'm going to show you something. And they'd be like, what the fuck is going on? And then I'm going to drive away, right? Because I'm going to stop sign. Stop sign. And so I'm going to drive away. And so once the, you know, <laughs> the poor people crawl out from their fucking caves or whatever the fuck, their urban jungle. I'll drive out a little ways and just kind of take it slow down the road in the fucking... I'll drive them down through the ghettos and then I'll drive them down an alley and I'll just drive them through the fucking homeless camps and I'll be like, see this? You guys could have ended up in here. But since I make a lot of money and your mom makes a lot of money, we have provided you a very nice life. Um, So when... We tell you no when you want something. It's not because we don't want to give it to you. It's because you won't need to earn it, right? I'm going to be like, what? I'm be like, you need to earn it, you motherfuckers. I'm not going to let you live off of me for free. <laughs> I mean, like, you sons of bitches. I'd be like, I ain't giving you shit. I didn't get shit when I was a kid, so you're not getting shit either. I'm going to open the doors and let them walk home. I'd be like, now find your way back home, bitches. And then I'll drive off. You know? <laughs> on the fucking corner, and they'd be like, what, daddy? I'd be like, ha-ha, ta-ta there, you fuck faces. <laughs> and then I'll go home, make love to their mom. And, um... <laughs> Um, and then I'll come back and be like, guess what? They'd be like, what? I'd be like, I fucked your mom. <laughs> and then drive back home and then wait for him to <laughs> come back. <laughs> Stupid. Um, and, uh, <laughs> but no, I would take them and show them like, Hey, you know, like this is, you guys have it really easy, so please do not take whatever I give you for granted. I don't want to see food waste, this kind of shit, you know. Like, if I tell you no, it's because, no, you got an F in fucking class or whatever. Because why? You're not paying attention? Oh, do we need to put you on Adderall? Because that's what they did to me. So what they did to me, I'm going to do to you. <laughs> Just kidding. That's bad parenting. Um <laughs> But basically, I, I if I was wealthy, I would, I wouldn't spoil them twenty four seven. But I'd be like, oh yeah, you want a new dirt bike? I wouldn't go get them the latest and the greatest. I would find something that I know I can fix, or you know, 
pay to get parts on and then it'd be like watch check this out that way i can teach them how to, to fix shit and you know stuff like that because that's what i had to do so i'll teach them something like that i wouldn't want to get them the latest greatest i'd go to a used car lot if, when they want a car that way i can just pay it out <laughs> pay it out right there and be like oh yeah you want a new car oh this is seven thousand not a problem you know mic drop a fucking stack right there the guy would be like, cash? He'd be like, cash. And here's another couple hundred as a tip. And they'd be like, wow, thank you. And be like, you're welcome. <laughs> and I'll get him like a fucking oh, 08 fucking Tacoma. And then for my daughter, I'll get her a fucking classic car. <laughs> yeah, I get her a fucking Chevelle, dude. <laughs> You're like, here, sweetie, you get a Chevelle. You should be like, wow, no way. And then my son will be like, what? I want a classic car. You got a truck, bitch. Shut the fuck up. I mean, <laughs> you're like, what? Uh, <laughs> just kidding. I wouldn't, <laughs> they wouldn't do that. But no, I think, yeah. Actually, I changed my mind. I wouldn't get him a truck. I'd get him both like a classic car. Maybe my daughter a truck. Yeah, I'd get my daughter a truck. Cool truck. Maybe either a, a Colorado or a Tacoma. Maybe a Nissan. I kind of like the Nissan Frontiers. Those ones aren't so bad. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'll get her a fucking... Get her a truck, get him a classic car, and then uh, take them both off-roading in my truck or whatever rig I feel like driving, you know, because I got a lot of cars. But anyways, <laughs> weird flex, right? Um, no, yeah, this bitch, Jenna Risher, her fucking book is out and it's just, she's just complaining about being rich, right? It's so fucking annoying. <laughs> it's like, shut the fuck up. You have little, literally no grounds for complaining. You can afford probably the best therapists there are. And you can probably afford the best foods available, right? All organic, non-GMO bullshit like that. Pfft, bet you can buy that shit like crazy. But <laughs> I guess it's just, it's hard being in a higher tax bracket. Uh, maybe don't hoard your wealth, <laughs> stupid bitch. It's hard being a millionaire. Ooh, I only get to spend 100000 a year. That's literally how much somebody makes. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Jenna Risher. Everybody go downvote her book. Just kidding. Don't do that. I don't want her coming for me. <laughs> she has fucking money. <laughs> um, <laughs> please don't. Um, anyways, uh, the last thing I want to talk about today also is uh, how the Spaniards treated the natives in Mexico and how the natives were treated in America by the white trespassers. Um, <laughs> they, uh, so basically what happened is Span the Spaniards didn't send too many troops out. They spent, they sent out like at least, I want to say like 300 men. And, uh, what really wiped out a lot of the native population in Mexico and, you know, Central and South America's were disease. That was the biggest, that was the fucking biological nuke that got dropped on on Mexico and shit like that. Central and South America. <sighs> you know? And um, 
the uh, so this is something I don't I don't know if they really talk about I don't think they talk about this in high school or school really until you take a college course on Chicano history but uh, basically the Spaniards um, what did they do they used the local tribes if their disease didn't already kill them they used the local tribes to get at the Aztecs and to get to them and then finally it was the Aztecs who brought down their final uh, like their competitor the, the, the last remaining tribe that hadn't been dominated by Spain or conquered so to speak and so what happened after that was you know the Spanish did create a caste system a sort of uh uh, socio, a socioeconomic uh, ladder, so to speak, for the people. Um, and uh, so right at the bottom were the mestizos and the fucking uh, natives, the pure natives and the fucking ones that mixed with the Spaniards and then the uh, people that mixed in with the the black people and then I want to say some Filipinos or Asians got mixed in there and that's why some of us look Filipino. Anyways, long story short, the Spaniards put their, they planted their cultural seed into Mexico's cultural flower bed and uh, Mexicans adopted some of it, right? Like Catholicism. Catholicism is a big one that Spain brought over. Uh, and a lot of other tra traditions, they later, once they got their independence, they broke away from that caste system and they wrote in uh, really cool laws for uh, biracial marriage, uh, eliminating the caste system, and uh, other really progressive shit like that, you know, slavery, they ended slavery. So uh, I think I mentioned it before. A lot of slaves from America would come south to Mexico because they could they could own property. If you were black in the 18 early 18, wait, early 1800s or something like that. Yeah, you could you could be black and own property in Mexico. It was as easy as signing your fucking name and becoming a citizen in Mexico. And then they just said, all right, just pick wherever you want to go. And then, uh, you know, let us know and tell us what your markers are like that, that, uh, arbol over there, e that rock over there, e uh, the, the river there. And, uh, yeah. And that, that other arbol over there, you know, that tree there. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's my property basically. And then, um, okay. Muy bien. Muy bien, mijo. Yeah. Yeah. I, I see it. I, I, I'll, I'll put it down on the records. Uh, do you mind like hand drawing it for me? Uh, you know, that way I can, I can keep it back at the, uh, the congressional library, right? In the, the with, the with the Presidente, you know, if that, you know, I'd appreciate that just so we have some sort of document, right? And then the guy's like, oh, oh, pues sí. Pues sí, compa. Uh, yeah, uh, con permiso, uh, un momento. And then, you know, he goes, he draws out his shit. <laughs> um, he's like, ah, aquí, here, here. Oh, muy bien, gracias. Uh, 
crashes and then de nada uh, ok well uh, I'm gonna go now hasta luego uh, amigo sí 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 uh, tú también uh, tú también <laughs> and uh, so it was as simple as that yeah you just signed your fucking name away and you can own property in Mexico it's pretty nice and then uh, so you know a lot of this mexican tradition stayed alive with uh with mexicans you know that's why when you're born as a mexican and your fucking grandma comes over and brings over the goddamn ostrich egg you've been a bad boy in your past life <laughs> which is reminiscent of uh some uh aztec and native ways right uh native blood And the Americans, what they would do was uh, erase, replace, and assimilate the natives. <laughs> as simple as that. They're like, threefold plan. Let's go. Uh, execute it, literally. Um, and uh, so that's, that's what happened to our natives here in America. And that's why we have so little of them. They were literally massacred, slaughtered, and just fucked with so hard um and then assimilated the ones that did survive were assimilated which is terrible so i mean they keep a lot of their ways alive too but i feel that some of it is lost as well because of elders being killed by disease soldiers so on and so forth um and uh, you know the writings and their dancing and the whole fucking push for Christianity or Catholicism, whichever one, you know. And then um, in Mexico, the they had laws in place that allowed biracial marriage very, very early, like super early, before it was even a thought in America. Um, but yeah, you could you could get married to whoever from wherever in mexico <laughs> it didn't matter if you were poor and rich or rich or poor black white or mexican and black with them is these or something like that you know what i'm saying fool and uh <laughs> so a lot of mexico's population is about 90 um 90 native blood so This all what you're seeing here, this whole thing is uh, a result of those awesome laws, those very progressive laws in Mexico at the time. So, yeah. And yes, I was rubbed down with an egg as a baby because I wouldn't stop crying. So, <laughs> yeah, I was a part of that, too. Um, <laughs> anyways, I uh, yeah. Let's see, yeah, that's everything. Cool. I'll see you guys in the next episode. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Catch you guys in the fast lane. Um, don't do what I said earlier, all right? Leave that lady alone, <laughs> even though she's complaining about being rich. Stupid fuck. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I'll see you guys in the next episode. Sorry for the delay. It's just, it was really hectic last week. My sister decided to take the week off or something. This, her work decided to take the week off. It's bullshit. Anyways, um, <laughs> anyways, I'll talk to you guys later. I'll see you in the next episode. Um, 
And then, yeah, catch you guys in the fast lane.